Hi, and welcome to the Hamilton Wealth Partners podcast for February 2022. This is our podcast number 65. It's based off Investor Insight number 106. I'm Will Hamilton. Look, uh, it's an understatement to say that the first month of 2022 has seen market volatility, especially in US equity markets. We've seen the NASDAQ in particular sell off, um, which is the technology related index. Um, it's down, you know, in correction territory, so that's over 10%. Um, and that's had an impact on both the Dow Jones, um, which is down over 5%, and the broader S&P index likewise. Australia hasn't been immune. It's actually disappointingly, uh, I think, fallen um, again well over 6% at this stage. European markets have held up well, and I think that's been very, very pleasing. What we're seeing, though, is market watchers are asking whether equity markets are overvalued, and is this the next big correction? And, you know, that's been rightly asked. Um, or are we once again in the roaring 20s? So we've got plenty of upside still to come. At Hamilton Wealth Partners, we've stated many times that we, don't, we do not think returns from financial and assets in 2022 are going to match those of 2021. We expect a sell-off globally in government bonds, which reflects the outlook for monetary policy. And whilst we see equities rewarding investors, it's going to come with volatility and at far more moderate levels than what we've seen in, in particular over the last two years. The NASDAQ is technically in correction. So over 50% of the component stocks in the index have fallen over 50%. Therefore, many of the component stocks are in bear market territory. We think it's important to point out that as globally we're ex- experiencing a sector specific sell-off or a correction, it could overall become a bear market for the NASDAQ. This is not a negative. It's taking the air out of what was an overvalued part of equity markets. Technology stocks have in general fallen in some cases sharply. Further declines we think are ahead of us in this sector. They want to correct, that's the thing. Um, What's concerning is the contagion effect it is having across equity markets more broadly at this point in time. So US earnings season, which we've experienced for the last three weeks, it's seen over 70% of major companies exceed their expectations, yet guidance has been below expectations. So this is about looking forward and while we've seen the sell-off. And those that have missed expectations have been, yeah, they've really dominated headlines. And um, as a result, they've been sold down aggressively. So whatever your view, it's vital to be aware of the implications of tightening financial conditions. So look, the Reserve Bank of Australia has repeatedly stated we will not see increases, yet bond markets, have rightly priced in for rate hikes for 2022. And it appears the Federal Reserve in the US is well set to tighten as early as March. Now, this is going to have implications as well on risk-based assets. We are mid-cycle growth. Yes, growth is decelerating, but we've moved from recovery to steady growth. The question is, will we see monetary policy tightening? So ahead of the global financial crisis, there were 17 rate hikes made by the US Federal Reserve. And... uh, before the trend caught the attention of investors. And uh, yes, that was certainly a different environment uh, compared to now. You had these things called subprime lines, they weakened the market. But as we've always said, the main story is to watch is about interest rates. Now there are risks and at Hamilton World Partners, we're always conscious of the risks. So what we look at is what can be considered, but it's what's unknown that's difficult to balance. Balancing risk also means you need to be an optimist. As it is, there's always, you know, it's easy to overdo the gloom, which at the end of the day will cost you performance through cash drag. Upside risk needs to be factored in as well. 
So the risks is both sides of the equation. Inflation is rising issue for markets. Australia's inflation figure last month highlighted this. Capital Economics in London, they forecast that inflation in their words will fall this year, but at a slower pace than most currently expect. If supply constraints in both product and labour markets were to ease more quickly than we anticipate, then it is possible that inflation will fall more quickly too. That's Capital Economics view. So how do you monitor in particular for wage price inflation? which I think is, is something you need to look at. And what you do is you watch services closely to ensure inflation does not roll over from goods to services. Now, capital economics also see China as a risk factor. Now, in their words, they've assumed that policy support will help shore up property sales and put a floor under the construction slowdown around the middle of the year. It's important to monitor just not future home sales, but also confidence, as if sales continue to weaken it Many more developers will be in deep trouble along with their creditors in the bond market and amongst Chinese banks. So risks aren't just economic in nature. They can also be geopolitical. And geopolitical risks are risks you need to be aware of when you're positioning portfolios, but they can be dangerous um, to over-consider because it's often what we consider white noise. So yes, geopolitical risks. Um, there is Russia at the moment um, and Ukraine. Um, You've got elections in France in April, Australia in May, and late in the year, there's Brazil. So the noise can cause very short-term movements, but in the scheme of things, they don't really have an impact on asset allocation. COVID-19 also can't be discounted. Omicron, it's had a negative effect on the short-term growth. It's, um, supplies constraints, um, they've exacerbated. Um, it's also held central banks back from reacting quickly in the US, maintaining you know, why they've maintained their hawkish position. Um, so, yeah, you need to take that into account as well. So are we in a bear market? Apart from 1987, bear markets are usually created by recessions. We've discussed we are mid-cycle economically. We do not see the Fed raising interest rates to the extent of creating a credit crunch. Likewise, increasing rates to counter runaway inflation that creates a recession we don't believe is probable. The technology sector is definitely going through a downside re-rating and the companies that are leading this are those that didn't have earnings. There was hype, there was excess in this, and we mentioned the air is coming out of this part of the market. And I think that's a positive. We believe we will see a bear market in the technology sector, but not more broadly at this stage. So interest rates, interest rates will trend higher but again, at a manageable level and well below trend on a long-term basis. Therefore, they're gonna continue the lower for longer theme. So what will spook markets is if we see an acceleration in the pace of interest rates, or if they rise in an unorderly fashion, different from what markets are currently predicting. Be aware of this, but also note that volatility can provide great buying opportunities. Both inflation and interest rate expectations must be watched carefully as they're gonna indicate if we're gonna see rougher water ahead. And at the same time, the headline watchers are gonna take risk off the table, the slightest market move, which is why we're expecting high volatility. The historically low levels of interest rates today inevitably imply lower returns going forward, but also what they've done is they've exact, exacerbated total returns in equities in particular over the last couple of years. We both see interest, we see interest rates and inflation trending higher, both of these factors, but at manageable levels. Expect volatility, inflation expectations are baked in, the markets are expecting for this to trend up, and inflation may well moderate, moderate which will also provide less pressure on interest rates 
Um, possibly, though, that therefore increases market volatility. Our asset allocation consultants, Heuristic Investment Services, they point out that central banks will, in their words, not want to risk their growth employment achievements by tightening too quickly or too far. So on the other hand, what they're saying, central banks can't, cannot risk uh, inflation becoming um, unanchored. That's what that's their view. So four tightenings, a total of 100 basis points in the US in, two, in 2022 and another three in 2023, that can be digested by markets. So on inflation, heuristic-like capital see inflation coming off its recent highs, but as heuristic point out, markets are pricing 3% inflation over the next two years, 2.8% over five years, and 2.5% over 10 years in the US. So what they're saying is markets are suggesting inflation eases back towards, but still above, the Fed's own 2% target. So for equity markets, as long as medium-term inflation expectations remain below 3%, we think this isn't going to challenge um, valuations at this point in time. So we should see risk assets rewarded medium term over defensive, but that's through a conservative lens as opposed to the high beta exposure. So just remember, successful investing, never forget risk is a key component of strategy. And so facing into the new year, we really emphasise the need for prudent risk management. I'm Will Hamilton. If you've got any queries, please do not hesitate to go and co- to contact us through our website. That's Hamilton Wealth. .com.au. Have a great day. Thank you.